Today's podcast is brought to you by Howie's new book, Paperboy. To order today, go to HowieCarshow.com and click on store. Live from the Aviva Trattoria studio, it's the Grace Curley Show. we got to bring in a new voice, a young voice, a rising voice, Grace Curley. You can read Grace's work in the Boston Herald and the Spectator. Especially, Grace, Grace, stand up. Here's the millennial with the mic, Grace Curley. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Grace Curley Show. Thank you all so much for tuning in. Happy, happy Monday to all of you. And we have a lot to discuss today. There's a ton of sound cuts. There's John Kerry at that climate summit explaining how he wants to eliminate every single coal plant on Earth. It's the only choice. That's what he told a crowd at a climate summit event that he flew to on a private plane. Now, keep in mind, I'm the only way to fly. (laughs) I'm sure, Jared, when he says he wants to eliminate all the coal plants. I'm sure he will make an exception for China because we don't want to burden them with any of this work that we have to do. You know, any of this progress that we're making, that burden falls on us. They're exempt from all of these climate change goals and dates and missions that we're on. So we're going to get to that. We're also going to talk a little bit about how Biden was trying over the weekend. That's key word here, trying to host the Kennedy Center honorees also included in this group was Queen Latifah and Queen Latifah actually got a new award that I don't think she was expecting at this event Joe Biden gave her the primetime enemy award primetime enemy and so we'll talk about that we'll talk about uh, how Jill Dr. Jill had to do what she always has to do which is kind of lead Biden in and out of the room try to help him navigate the situation and he does a lot of these ceremonial events right now but as Red State pointed out that's becoming increasingly more difficult so I wouldn't be surprised if at some point his schedule which is already incredibly light usually has one event on it per day is brought down to zero I would not be surprised if we start to see it just a clean schedule except for of course the pdb which he has to read jared with a fine tooth comb because he reads these things then he asks so many follow-up questions that's the pdb that's one thing i've learned about joe biden he's socratic in the way that he asks these questions he sits down with something and he goes let's think about all the different ways we could handle this that's what they keep trying to tell me so we have that and uh but we're really excited to be here i hope you all had a lovely weekend i actually got my christmas tree this weekend and it's sooner for me than I usually would would purchase a Christmas tree. I am usually a mid-December, sometimes even later than that, um, late-to-the-game kind of Christmas tree kind of girl. Uh, I will usually get there when they're all picked over. They look like Charlie Brown's Christmas trees. But I went earlier this year, Jared, and I had a specific reason why. I thought, I know this is going to be so expensive. And it was. It was over $100 yes, for a tree. I want, yeah, I want to get my money's worth. I want to have it for a longer period of time. And so I figured I'll get my money's worth. I'll get it earlier. And it's, I won't lie to you. It's nice having it up early. It gets you in the Christmas spirit. Plus a bonus is the great thing about lighting a Christmas tree at your own house instead of going to one of these events is that you don't have to have groups of pro-Palestinian protesters shouting intifada while you light up your Christmas tree. How much did you pay for your tree? Over a hundred bucks. Oh, how much over a hundred are you willing to disclose? One hundred and five. 
Wow. How big is this tree? Not that big. Like, use me as a game. I'm six feet. Probably seven feet. Seven feet? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I, I know. I, I'm just, I'm telling you how it is. I'm not lying. This was a tree I got. We, it's actually, a- we actually went shop. We went to get a tree, but we shopped for a tree. Like, we found a bargain for our tree this year. Okay, so here's the thing. There were two different types of trees at this place. Uh, I, I'm not going to, I don't remember the exact uh, names Douglas of them. Fir. One of them, they said, these ones shed more. One of, them, one of them was the cheap cheapo trees. Right. Which I was kind of like, they look fine. But the guy there explained to me, he said, these trees are going to shed more and the smell is going to be less. You're going to drive this car or this tree around for three years? <laughs> well, well, that's the thing is I was trying to understand what's the difference. Why are these ones so much cheaper? He was like, these are going to shed more and they're not going to smell as good. And then I started to realize nobody was going for those trees. And I was like, I don't want to go for the trees nobody's going for. So then we got one of the more expensive ones. Wow. It's a bougie tree. I'm not going to lie. And if I showed you a picture of a tailor, I know what you would say. You would say, that's not worth over 100 bucks. Like, it doesn't. Do you have a picture? Yeah, I have one on my phone. I'll All show right, you after. I'll see you later. But it has a little character. Like, when it gets to the top, it kind of looks a little, it, it goes it goes out a little bit. It looks a little funky, which I like. It doesn't I look just, like a perfect it tree. It me when my friends pay more money than they should. Are we friends? Do you consider me a friend? I did question that as soon as I said yeah. that. Yeah. I could tell it kind of pained you yeah. when that came out of your mouth. I'm in a lot of pain. How much do you pay for your tree? 55 bucks. 55? Can I see a picture of yours? It's a six-foot tree. I'll have my wife send a picture. Okay. You know, and, and maybe I'll look at your tree and I'll go, wow, I got scammed. We, we've, got, we, we've got little tiny baby ceilings at the house, so we had to get a small tree. Yeah. I, if I had to guess how this is going to go. I'm going to look at your tree, and I'm probably going to think, wow. (laughs) That's a $55 tree. (laughs) No, I think I'm going to say to myself, wow, I paid. I overpaid. That's how I see this going. And I, just knowing you, even if you looked at my tree, Taylor, and you thought that's the most beautiful tree I've ever seen, I know you wouldn't give me that. I know you'd look at it and say, you got rolled. No, I think I'd be honest. Considering how much you spent, I wouldn't want to hurt your feelings any more than I already have. Very Wait, what? what is going on with you? You're calling me your friend. Yep. You're saying you don't want to hurt my feelings? Are you feeling okay? It's the season. Damn. I think Taylor had a Scrooge moment this weekend. He saw like <laughs> he saw his life flash before his eyes. All right, well, you know what? We'll, we'll, we'll check back on this. We'll let everybody know. But as I was saying about the trees, the great thing is you light up your tree at home. You don't have to worry about people circling around the tree, yelling intifada, uh, trying to uh, vandalize your home with stickers saying free Palestine or, you know, uh, you're supporting genocide. That's just one of the perks of keeping it local, keeping it domestic. But I will say, if you were in Philly over the weekend, you really got an eyeful. You you saw a lot of, you saw a lot of wokeness at work. So let me give you some of the basics on this. Um, the... The groups of vandals, that's how George Santos described them. And true, am I becoming more and more of a fan of Santos? Yes. You know what he is, Jared? He's like one of those artists who you appreciate after the fact. Like you can't appreciate the work in their time. But once they leave, you go, man, they were really onto something there. So George Santos says we, he, he calls these protesters vandals. And he's right because they are vandalizing things and um, they are disruptors. So they went, a group of vandals were in Philadelphia, and they marched on an Israeli-style falafel spot in Center City. Now, this is in West Philly. Uh, Oftentimes, this neighborhood is actually referred to as uh, University City because it boasts the prestigious University 
of Pennsylvania, which I, I would say at this point is a detractor, but who am I to judge? So, and I'm willing to bet some of these energized protesters, Jared, were from UPenn. They, they struck me as really highly educated, elitist morons. And so they're calling for an intifada, revolution, an uprising. And they're also targeting this restaurant called Goldie. Now, Goldie, I actually reached out to Goldie today because I'm hoping we can get somebody on from the show, uh, uh, from the store. And I'm, bet, I'm betting you right now that they're going to have booming business after this. Because people love to support small businesses, especially when they are unjustly under attack, when they are unjustly treated by a mob like this, people are going to come together and start buying some falafel. I can just, I I hope that this store, you know how sometimes stores have like things they'll sell, they'll ship like hummus or, you know, I've heard some of these stores have things they can send out across the country. I hope this place Goldie has gift cards and stuff because if they do, I would predict it's going to be their best Christmas. It's going to be their best holiday season ever. Their best Hanukkah ever for this store. So these rioters start chanting, Goldie, Goldie, you can't hide. We charge you with genocide. I was reading a story today. I think, again, it was from Red State. They've been doing a good job. And they said, falafel genocide? Like, what, what did they do? What, what this guy actually did, the owner of this store, he donated to help um, after October 7th. He donated to help with all the destruction and the the pain that's going on he sent money i think he gave some of the some of the profits from his he owns four different restaurants and he donated it to that cause and so i guess that's in their minds and they're twisted minds and they're twisted bitter twisted in their bitter twisted minds these demented lunatics are charging this man in his falafel store They're trying to sell falafel and french fries with genocide. And again, keep in mind, they think they're the good guys. Can you imagine being so clearly the bad guys in a situation and truly being in such a state of denial that you think you're doing something great? It's it's Grinch-like. They think that their cause is so worthy and so amazing. And actually, they're just ruining everything for everyone. So now the Democrat governor of Pennsylvania, Josh Shapiro, he's also the third Jewish governor ever of Pennsylvania. He's denounced the behavior. Senator John Fetterman, who's coming out of the woodwork, is like one of my favorite senators lately. He denounced he denounced the beha- behavior as rank anti-Semitism. And meanwhile, though, while all this is happening, one video that's going viral is Congresswoman Pramila Jayapal. She was on CNN with Dana Bash. And they're having this conversation. We'll play this cut because I I keep seeing it on Twitter. I keep seeing it on Newsmax, on Fox. Everybody's playing it. And it really does sum up the the issue here that the left is having. They don't want to talk about October 7th. They don't want to talk about what happened because they know that it exposes their hypocrisy to such a degree that they cannot handle it. And I... Again, politics makes very strange bedfellows. I hesitate to heap praise on anybody from CNN, but I will. And I won't heap praise because she doesn't deserve it. But I will give kudos to Dana Bash for holding Pramila Jayapal's feet to the fire 
on her condemnation of Hamas, her weak condemnation. This is what I'm noticing they love to do. They'll go, yeah, yeah, I condemn it. It's horrible. However, yeah, yeah, no, everyone's condemned Hamas. What they're doing is really bad, but dot, dot, dot. It's like, whoa, whoa hold on. What, what happened to that phrase that the left used to use all the time? Full stop. Full stop. Remember that was like the thing? That was, that was the way to really punctuate your sentence and let people know you mean business, girl. Full stop, period. And now there's no full stop periods when it comes to Hamas. Hamas shouldn't have raped those women and then shot them in the head. However, it's just absolutely pathetic. We will play that. We have so much to get to. We're going to have Ari Hoffman on the one o'clock, which I know people love. Uh, People love Ari for good reason. We're going to play some of these Biden. We haven't played Biden cuts in a really long time. So we will get to that. We will talk all about the climate summit and more. And if you want to get on the lines, whether it's about expensive Christmas trees or progressives, progressive squad members on CNN, we are open for business. So 844-500-4242. Now, one thing that you can always count on with me, besides the fact that I'm going to overpay for a Christmas tree, is that I am always cold. Jared, you can attest to this. I am always bundled up in sweatshirt, sweater. I've, I've been guilty of bringing in a blanket to the office. It's bad. But luckily, right now, I have a solution to that. And it means I don't I don't have to fight with Jared about the thermostat. I don't have to fight with Taylor because I have an Eden Pure Gen 40 heater. So my days of being chilly are long gone. The best part is I also save money. So when I'm at home, I can bring this warmth with me wherever I go. If I'm sitting on my couch in the living room, watching a Christmas movie, if I'm getting ready for the show here at work, the Gen 40's combination of infrared heat and convective heat, it works together. And what it creates is a roaring fireplace type of heat that really keeps you warm without drying you out. And it takes that sting out of the raw New England winter days like the one we had this weekend. The Gen 40 is sleek and stylish. It looks great in any setting and plus now with christmas around the corner the price of everything this is actually our poll question today gifts gas groceries it adds up so this is going to help reduce your at-home heating bills and save you a lot of money because jared heating up your entire house when you're using one or two rooms that's flushing money down the drain yeah i was actually talking to one of my relatives this weekend and she uh just she retired like this is her first winter of retirement or second winter of reti- i don't know Anyway, so she was retired. She got a notice. She has uh, natural gas. She got a notice from the gas company that so it's like, hey, we just want to inform you. We noticed that your you know, energy use uh, is now in the top 4% Jeez. of people. You used to be down low, and now it's gone up. So she started looking back. She's like, well, I can't, wow, I can't believe I'm using that much. But you don't have to worry about that. You don't have to worry about either the rate going up or getting a shaming letter from your power company if you use the Gen 40 heater to just sort of heat where you are and you can stay in that that nice zone where you are. Yeah, and I can attest to the quality, as can Jared, of these Eden Pure products. And so can so many of my listeners. Right now, my friends at Eden Pure, they love you guys so much. They're giving you $50 off their very popular Gen 40 heater. Plus, you're going to get free shipping when you use code GRACE50. So other companies, they're cranking up the shipping costs right now. Um, Eden Pure is giving you free shipping as an added bonus. Save $50 this week only with code GRACE50. Go to EdenPureDeals.com. Check out this heater. You're going to love the look of it. You're going to love the style. Go to EdenPureDeals.com. Use code GRACE50. Don't go broke trying to heat up your whole house or office space. Get the temperature higher and the bills a lot lower with Eden Pure Gen 40 heater. Go to EdenPureDeals.com. Don't forget to use code GRACE50. We'll be right back. 
Follow Grace on Twitter at G underscore Curly. This is the Grace Curley Show. Welcome back, everyone, to the Grace Curley Show. See, now I'm confused because it says Democrats. This is what it says on Fox. Democrats are moving away from the Bidenomics slogan. But that's not what I've been hearing. I've been hearing them bragging about it everywhere they go. Joe Biden was just bragging about it the other day. And now my question for people is, did I get rolled? Is paying over $100 for a tree, should I, should I have an issue with that? Did anyone else spend that much for a tree or am I going out of my mind? Jared, are you a real tree guy or a fake tree guy? I'm a real tree guy, but the past couple of years we, we've done fake tree because uh, we got one from my wife's mother, my mother-in-law. And um, it's just been so expensive. We're like, you know, we got we got a free fake one. We'll just light a candle, toss it up. Yeah. Yeah, it's a lot less work. I don't know. We're, th- we're going to go shopping this weekend for a real tree, though, because, you know, he, he the boy's mobile now, so we want to take him and do the whole, you know, get a tree. It's an experience. It is. And actually, though, we're not going to be able to get a seven foot because, like like Taylor, we have smaller ceilings. So like, Was I humble bragging about my ceilings with I my think, seven I think foot tree? I said I grabbed a seven foot tree for my gilded cathedral <laughs> ceiling. For my like, beautiful exactly person home. you said. Well, you know what? It's um you're right. The place we I went have to two Christmas rooms. The place I went to was an experience. And I'll tell you how I know that. I was able to get donuts while I was looking for my tree. And that That's, to me is worth paying a little extra. That is solid. That's a solid commitment right there. Now t- today's poll question is brought to you by Omaha Steaks. The holidays are here. I told my mother in law she'd asked me a couple weeks ago, Hey, do you have a code for Omaha Steaks? I'm hoping fingers crossed she's sending them to me. I'm hoping this is my Christmas gift, but I texted her today and I said, if you're going to order anything off Omaha Steaks for me, you can go to omahasteaks.com, but make sure you use promo code GRACE, because if you use promo code GRACE, you're getting 50% off site-wide, plus with the promo code GRACE, you're going to get an extra $30 off your order. Jared, what is the poll question and what are the results thus far? Today's poll question, which you can vote in at gracecurlyshow.com, is where are you noticing inflation the most right now? Flights, gas groceries, holiday shopping, or utilities? See, I have looked at the results. So just full disclosure, I've already seen the results. I know that people notice groceries, but right now, just because I feel like this is the crunch time where you're buying a lot of gifts for people, I'm noticing the price of things that I typically get every year. Like, I'll be honest, I'm not a great gift giver. You're getting a candle, you're getting a pair of gloves. It's kind of always the same. They're costing me a lot more this year than they typically do. So I am noticing it with holiday shopping. Plus, Jared, you know this, a lot more. I have nieces now. I have my own daughter. You're buying stuff for kids. Kids' gifts are are getting pretty pricey, too. Yeah. Groceries well in the lead right now at 82%. 2% for holiday shopping and flights. 6% for gas. 8% for utilities. Okay. We will continue with this conversation and with the Climate Summit. But when we come back, we're going to take your calls. We're going to play this sound cut that is going viral from Pramila Jayapal, um, the congresswoman. I consider her part of the squad, Jared. Is she a maid member, though? Maybe not. She's not a maid member. She's not a conciliary. Well, maybe she's a top earner. You know what? You know what, Jared? After this performance on CNN, she might have just cracked herself in to the squad. She might have made the cut finally. 
She's on the varsity team now. We'll be right back. Live from the Aviva Trattoria studio. Jared, can you ask Taylor to hop on the mic for a sec? So I'm looking at the text line. And keep in mind, a lot of you are still texting into Howie's when you mean to be texting into mine. I'm not going to split hairs over it. But if you want to text into ours, it's 617-213-1066. Start the text with the word curly, C-U-R-L-E-Y. That being said, on the text line... The general consensus is I did not get rolled. People are saying, Grace, this is 781. I paid $30 for a a three-foot tree. Grace, I saw a really nice Christmas tree at Home Depot. It was $169. The real small ones were $65. I don't think you got hosed. Um, But Taylor, you... This is another person. 617 says, Grace, actually, $105, relatively speaking, is what the going rate is. In Saugus, I paid $125 plus tax for seven to eight foot tree running around a hundred to $150 here. So most people are saying I did. Okay. I'm the father from a Christmas story. I look for a deal on the tree. You got to get a good tree at a good price. And I did that. You showed me a picture of your tree. Uh, To me, not a, not a $105 tree, but if you're happy with it, Grace, I'm happy for you. Mm, Are you though? I had, listen, it affects me. Not one bit. That's your decision. He wasn't impressed by the tree. To be fair, though, to be fair, it's not decorated yet. It, it doesn't I have. Realize that it doesn't have all the bells and whistles. And once we add that on, it's going to look unbelievable. And plus, the little the little part on the top, the stem part on the top that goes really high, that does nope. get. What I will say about your tree, okay, <laughs> that I don't see about too many trees, is that it has the one vertical top of the tree. It's straight. It's in, in the center of the tree. It doesn't branch out and diverge into two different branches. It stays one solid, straight-up branch. You're feeling so charitable today. Like, you're being so nice. I'm just, I'm concerned. Is something going on? What are you buttering me up for? Not a thing. <laughs> Very fake news. Being honest. The, the Christmas spirit is it, affecting you. It is you. upon me. Yes, it is upon you. Well, thank you, Taylor. And you know what? Thank you to the textures because I know people love to hop on the text line and let me know that I've gotten scammed. Remember the time I bought an electric uh, or I bought a stationary bike and everybody, I told, I let it slip out to Howie. I said, oh, I bought a stationary bike so I could work out. When I tell you the joy on the text line of people telling me, you're never going to use that. It's going to become a coat it's rack. It's a coat rack you'll ever own. Yeah, that, that's such a waste of money. And I came on here defiant, and I said, that's not true. Mm-hmm. I'm going to use it. Guess what? I sold it last year. I probably got on it a total of two times. So I know people love to give me a hard time when they can. I appreciate the kindness today from everyone. You get, you get the same amount of money out of it that you put into it? When I, when I sold it? Yeah. I think I, I sold it for like $50 less on Facebook Marketplace. Yeah. I mean, I knew people weren't going to go the full boat. Um, all right, everyone. Let's get back to, I don't want to say more important matters because my tree is very important. But let's talk a little bit about this cut of Pramila Jayapal that is going viral. She was on with Dana Bash and they were talking about Hamas. And the left seems to have this real issue with condemning Hamas and just ending the sentence there. They have to, in the same way that they can't condemn anti-Semitism without saying, but we also need to be very, 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 very concerned about Islamophobia. And Islamophobia is also really bad. They have to throw that in. 
They're doing the same thing with Hamas. And it should be the easiest thing in the world. This is my problem with it. It should be the easiest condemnation, whatever you want to call it, in the entire world. These are savages who raped women so badly that some of them had broken pelvic bones. This is how brutal and sadistic these people were. If you even want to call them people. And it's frightening to me that this is where the left is really having an issue finding their voice. You know, these are people who, trust me, they constantly find their voice for every issue under the sun. They find their voice when a movie doesn't represent enough people or enough races or enough gender fluidity. They find their voices when a school curriculum doesn't explain to six-year-olds that they can be a boy or they can be a girl. They find their voices constantly. They find their voices so much that I find myself saying, can you shut up? Can you be quiet? But in this case, they're all... Like the Little Mermaid. They, they, can't, they can't find their voices. They can't. They need time to digest. The UN actually, Jared, needed like what? Was it a full month to condemn what happened to the women in Israel? The UN. And so this is Pramila Jayapal. Take a listen to, let's go with cut 10 first, please. I've seen a lot of progressive women, generally speaking, they're quick to defend women's rights and speak out against using rape as a, as a weapon of war but downright silent on what we saw on October 7th and what might be happening inside Gaza right now to these hostages. Why is that? I, I, I mean, I don't, I don't know that that's true. I think we, we always talk about the impact of war on women in particular. In fact, I remember 20 years ago I did a petition around the war in Iraq. Have you said, saying have that, you talked about it since oh, October absolutely. 7th? And I've condemned what Hamas has done. I've condemned Specifically all of women? the actions. Absolutely. Hold, the, hold, the hold rape, on, hold on, the, hold on. She wants to go back 20 years, which I find peculiar. Because as Dana Bash pointed out, well, we're not talking about 20 years ago. We're talking about October 7th, very recent. And she says she's condemned it. She said, oh, no, I, I condemned it fully, uh, blah, blah. That's not true. Now, I was watching this morning Fox and Friends, and Steve Ducey had a good point. He said she was one of the Democrats who voted present on that resolution to condemn Hamas. So, no, she, she hasn't been as vocal as she would like you to think. This wasn't as knee-jerk a reaction for her as it would be for any other human with any sort, like a modicum of decency. She wasn't rushing to the cameras to make it clear that she condemns Hamas. There was, there was a lot of uh, gray area there. Let's play the next cut here. This is where she talks about ba- having a balanced approach, which again, same people, same party that have been, I've been told, there's no time for balance. There, there's no time for semantics. You know, when, when it's an issue they care about, it, Jared, you can justify everything from setting cars on fire, looting, killing cops. Does not matter because the cause is justified. But now when you have men who are going in and killing parents in front of their children just to psychologically torment the victims and then taking them back to tunnels where they're keeping them hostage, then suddenly balance has to be brought into the picture. Can I have cut 11, please? 
with, with respect, I was just asking about the, the women, and you turned it back to Israel. I'm asking you about Hamas, in fact. I already answered your question, Dana. I, I said it's horrific, and okay. I think that rape is horrific, sexual assault is horrific. I think that it happens in war situations. Terrorist organizations like Hamas obviously are using these as tools. Mm-hmm. How Can you pause it for a sec? You know what I notice about her tone? Maybe I'm just reading too much into it. She seems almost bothered by the fact that Dana cares about October 7th. Like She seems annoyed that Dana Bash has asked her now twice about the worst slaughtering of Jews since the Holocaust. Like this seems to, it's almost like she's swatting away a mosquito. Like enough, enough of this, enough of this. Why do I have to say it again? Why do I have to say it again? Now keep in mind, I'm a conservative. So when something happens, if I have nothing to do with it, if it, if it has nothing to do with me or my political beliefs, but if somehow I can be pinned back to me or pinned back to conservatives, I have to come on this show and, I, and, I, and I'm not saying this to make it about myself. I'm saying it because I know all the people driving around listening to the show have had that own ex- their own experience with this. Where you have to make it clear to people, well, I don't stand by that. I don't stand by that guy. I don't stand by that lunatic. We do this all the time. And yet, the one time she's asked, like, can you just specifically condemn this one thing? Because for some reason, people are a little bit skeptical about where you stand on this. People are kind of starting to assume that you stand on the side of Hamas. She's annoyed. Like, it's such a, it's such a bother. It's so much work for her to have to emphatically denounce what happened. Can I have the rest of that cut, Jared? This is... However, I think we have to be balanced about bringing in the outrages against Palestinians. 15,000 Palestinians have been killed in Israeli airstrikes, three quarters of whom are women and children. And it's horrible, but you don't see Israeli soldiers raping um, Well, Dana, I think we're not, we're not, I I don't want this to be the hierarchy of oppression. Oh, it's the one time they they don't want to talk about a hierarchy of oppression. That's new. That's a new one on me. You know what really uh, grinds my gears about this too? There's so many things, but one of the things is, and we can talk to Ari Hoffman about this, it's this idea that like, well, it's all bad, so let's not compare. And I see this a lot. I saw this great Instagram, you know what, (laughs) which I know, it's like, oh, great, you saw an Instagram. But once in a while, I'll screenshot something if it really stands out to me, because I was thinking about this and how they keep using this word genocide. And John Kirby called them out too. John Kirby said, stop using this word. Because there is a difference. And, and what do we always hear from the left? Words matter. So I saw this and I thought it was really accurate. It said, it's estimated that around 80 million people died in World War II. Yet only the 6 million Jews who died in the Holocaust are regarded as having died in a genocide. All the rest fall under casualties of war. Isn't it unfair? No, because the word genocide doesn't make an innocent death more or less important. It only defines the intent of the killer. And I think that that's part of this that the left is purposely pretending doesn't matter. Like, well, all these things are bad. No, we, we should be acknowledging the fact that people who come in while people are eating breakfast or at a music festival and shoot them point blank or rape women 
and then kill them and then continue to rape them. That is different than what's happening in war. It's just different. And to pretend it's not is being incredibly dishonest. 844-500-4242. We'll be back. We'll play more of the sound. And uh, we will talk to the listeners as well. Don't go anywhere. We are headed into Christmas time. And then you know what happens right after? Before you blink, it will be the new year. And I always tell people the new year is a great time to kind of put things in perspective and maybe to do something for yourself. Because I find that people oftentimes, especially around the holidays, they put themselves last. But I don't want my listeners to do that because you guys deserve to feel good. You deserve confidence. And Dr. Houghton of Perfect Smiles, that's what he delivers. He's going to work with you at your own pace and he's going to make you feel good. The better you look, the better you feel. It's just how it works. And he can help every aspect of your life by transforming your smile into whatever it is you want. You know, maybe you just want to go in and, and do something subtle. Maybe you want a complete transformation. He can do it all. Take care of yourself. You deserve it. Call Perfect Smiles in Nashville, New Hampshire. I just want to add in here that for a lot of people, getting work done on your teeth can be really scary. Um, I know I have people in my family who get really nervous before they go to the dentist. They're incredibly gentle, everyone at Perfect Smiles, and they're really, really just kind people. Like They will go at your own pace. They'll understand your fears and what you're hoping to get out of the experience. So I I just can't recommend them enough because they're very, from the second you walk in, they're really nice and they're going to take care of you. I'm confident in that. They're located off Route 3. They have plenty of parking and you can reach them at perfectsmiles.com. That's perfectsmiles.com. Heading into the new year, it's the perfect time to change your smile and change your life. We'll be right back. You're listening to The Grace Curley Show. This is The Grace Curley Show. Welcome back, everyone, to the Grace Curley Show. We get a lot of people on the lines here who want to talk about Congresswoman Pramila Jayapal, who really had an embarrassing interview with Dana Bash on CNN. If Dana Bash is holding your feet to the fire and you're a Democrat, you are you are far left. You have officially gone off the deep end, which I think is safe to say about a lot of these squad members. I'm going to I'm just going to go on a limb and say she's a member of the squad. If she wasn't before her last interview just sealed the deal. That was that was it. That that was the official. I think she'll be getting a letter saying you've been accepted. You are a a made man, a made woman of the squad. Um, Tom, you're up next on the Grace Curley show. Go ahead, Tom. Hey, thanks for taking the call, Grace. Um, You know, the selective outrage that I have seen on people of the left, um, you know, let's go back to around 2015, I think it was, when around 200 black African girls were taken by Boko Haram, and Michelle Obama on her Facebook page had Save Our Girls, Bring Them Home. I have not heard one thing out of the Obamas ever since October 7th. And, you know, I'm a product of the 70s. I remember the women's liberation movement when I was in middle school. And no means no, uh, treat women with respect. 
I, I bought into all that. It made sense to me. Women should be treated as equals. I, and I really feel cheated by the modern-day feminist movement. Um, it, you know, and, and I'm, I don't want to say I want to go back in time before that, but they're not practicing what they're preaching. And they, unfortunately, they've aligned themselves with the political left in this country. And make no mistake, the political left hates the state of Israel. Why? They're successful. They don't have any oil, but they've created wealth. How? By being smarter than a lot of people on this planet. Tell me I'm wrong. Well, I wanted to add in here, Tom, that Israeli actress Gal Gadot, who I know she has, I think she has a big fan base in my audience, actually, for good reason. She's incredibly beautiful. Um, and she has been extremely vocal. And obviously, she's she's very pro. Actually, I shouldn't say obviously, because there's plenty of um, actresses and actors right now who are Jewish um, who have made it clear that they don't stand with Israel, but she is a proud Israeli actress. And she posted this recently, and I I didn't print it out because I didn't know if we'd get to it, but she said, the world has failed the women of October 7th. We claim we stand against rape, violence against women. We will not let women be victimized and then silence. We say we believe women, stand with women, speak out for women. On October 7th, the world witnessed Hamas carrying out its violent plans in real time. Within hours of the October 7th attack, the first blood-chilling video emerged of Shani Luke being paraded naked and defiled by her proud assailants. Yet two months later, women are still hostage to these rapists, and the world has failed to call this situation what it is, an urgent emergency that demands a decisive response. This is our moment as women and allies of women to act asking international groups, including the United Nations, to demand that Hamas release every single woman woman hostage immediately. These women cannot survive another moment of this horror. And I will add this in, that you want to talk about strong women. You, you see the videos of these Israeli women who were held hostage, or these mothers who have been waiting for their children to come home and have not stopped fighting, and have managed to get on TV to spread the message that they want to, that they won't stop until their child is returned home. You want to talk about just incredibly tough, strong, determined, beautiful women. The, the, this is it. This is it. This is what the women's movement should be celebrating is how on earth can these women be so tough when dealing with such hate and such evil? And I will say I will say that about women because, yeah, I like to consider myself a strong woman. But when I look at these these ladies, I'm like, that's beyond my comprehension how they're doing it. But they are. They are. They're getting up every single day. They're dealing with the most pain that any human could ever have to deal with. And they're doing it. They're getting up every day. And these actresses, these people, Susan Sarandon, these people who claim to care so much about women's rights, who complain when they break a nail or like when someone on a, on a movie set doesn't call them by the right pronoun. They're silent now. They're silent. They're, and, and Gal Gadot is absolutely right. We have failed these women. And it's pathetic. We'll be right back. We're going to talk more. We'll take more of your calls. Don't go anywhere. A lot of news. And Ari Hoffman in the one o'clock. We'll be right back.